0: Welcome to ADHD Crash Course. Today, I'm gonna talk about motivation, but motivation more from the angle of your values, of your own personal values. A lot of times when we talk about motivation in relation to ADHD, we talk about strategy and hacks that kind of help us work with our unique wiring as individuals with ADHD. But I'd like to talk about how our values tie into our motivation. This is true for for all the people, us included, in your own personal work as somebody who's learning about your brain. Sometimes there's this temptation to make everything about ADHD and motivation's obviously something that people struggle with for ADHD-related reasons. But we are not just ADHD and sometimes you're not motivated about something because it's just not that important to you. It doesn't tie into one of those values that matter to you. Some people find this discussion a little overwhelming because they go ahead and look up a list of values and they see hundreds of values and they may wonder, how do I decide what's the most important thing to me? Which of these actually are my personal values? And and this matters when you look at what influences your decisions. For me, it helps me to kind of replace the word value with priorities sometimes, mix that up because uh, you can't have dozens of priorities or you have no priorities. And when we look at these lists of qualities, these attributes that matter to us, there will likely be a handful that stand out that matter the most to us. It doesn't mean we don't have those other attributes that we don't care about them. It's just that we have a limit on how many things can be high priority for us. I think I've shared the story before when my daughter was swimming on her first time swimming in swim team, her last time swimming in swim team, she um, was by far the slowest swimmer. Everybody was out of the pool except for her it was rough and she asked me afterwards was i fast in this race ah uh, if my top value is kindness that's going to influence how i respond versus if my top value is honesty it does not mean the kind person isn't honest the honest person isn't kind it just might impact how you choose to respond in a situation like that now in that situation i opted for kind she wanted honest And we went round and round until I finally just admitted that she was not fast. So generally I think I am a pretty honest person, but it is not my highest priority in a situation like that. And so when we look at personal values, this is a way we can tie in meaning to things that might not seem meaningful. And here's why I think this kind of work is particularly important for those of us with ADHD. We have to make choices. We are often struggling with really variable energy. We may not be able to count on our energy showing up in some place. Um, we need to be selective to make sure we're kind of protecting that energy. I really think that managing ADHD is a lot about managing your energy, you know, your mental energy, your physical energy, all of that kind of ties in together, and managing our time. Also, we have to look at where we're going to be spending our time, spending our efforts. We can't do all the things, and we're going to be drawn to do all the things. And that's where kind of having that anchor of knowing what is most important to you matters a lot because you have to pick between good things sometimes. Do I go and exercise? Do I call my mother? Do I do a craft with my kid? Do I complete this project? None of these are bad things, right? But our values are going to drive where we're going to spend time when we have it to allocate. Clearly there's times that we don't have the choice, but we do have a lot of choices in our day over what we're going to prioritize and our values tie into that. The other day, Clint and I, I won't go into all the details, but we were having a, we'll call it a discussion about something. And he quoted something that he had heard um, one of the football coaches that he follows say some iteration of how you do one thing is how you do everything. And my response was, nope, that is just never one that I'm going to accept for my inspirational saying personally for a myriad of reasons. I could totally see how that would inspire some people, motivate them. I I mean, I say that and I actually can't, but I, I accept that that is motivating to some people. But as somebody who works really hard managing my energy, I have to make decisions on where it's going to go. As somebody who often gets pulled by a sense of urgency that may have nothing to do with what is actually urgent, I have to be kind of skeptical of how important is something. I've trained myself in questioning How important is this thing? How important is it to do this thing like exceptionally well and spend an hour doing this versus 10 minutes? So I really actively reject that how you do one thing is how you do everything. What I do agree with is that I want to do things well that tie into my personal values. So let's look at some real life examples and how this plays out when we're looking at values and we're looking at how it's impacting our motivation, how it's impacting our choices. So my client brought a topic to the coaching session. She had a conflict with a roommate and they had a shared apartment that my client had pretty much furnished. she had invested in nice furniture and her roommate was not really taking care of them the way she wanted them taken care of. And so they were getting damaged. They were getting water rings on the wood and just different things were happening. And so my client was kind of struggling, not just with the fact that these things were being damaged, but also being the person that cared. Like she didn't want to be the person that was bothered and felt like maybe it was kind of petty and she wanted to be more laid back. And she had already taken the VIA strengths assessment. It stands for Values in Action. It's a free assessment and I'll link it in the show notes because I think it's a cool resource. But in that assessment, It ranks your personal strengths. There's like 25 of these strengths. And so they'll rank them. So, you know, number 25 is a relative lower strength where number one is a a really high one. And the first five, I think, can show you a lot about, about your values. They don't call it a values assessment, but I think it's a really good place to begin if you're starting to take a look at this for yourself. And one of her top strengths was appreciation of beauty. And you know, not just furniture beauty, right? But but nature and um, the beauty around her. It's something that she grew up with. It was something she shared with her father. It was a big priority for her, and so. She was kind of telling herself the story that this was not worth making a big deal about and and wishing that she felt more laid back about this subject. But when we looked at the fact that like one of the things that really mattered to her was just enjoying and appreciating what was beautiful around her, it made more sense that it was especially frustrating for her. I think anybody would be frustrated in that situation, but it was especially frustrating for her and that helped her decide how she wanted to handle it. It's a good thing about a coach, they don't tell you how to handle it, but she was able to, with some of the questions and some of the process we went through, figure out what made sense to her, what felt good to her in handling that situation. And I picked that one because I think that's maybe a less common one to be listed or thought of when you think of values. But doing a deeper dive into this can really help us harness motivation and you can tie it back into something that really matters to you. And taking action is easier. So I'm going to use another example. This is one I, th- I think I might've used another podcast episode. I lose track sometimes if it's the podcast or if it's my group coaching, but this is another story. If you heard it, bear with me. One of my clients works with a group of people who are underserved when it comes to mental health services. and she is a counselor. And one of her core values is justice. And she was working on something entirely unrelated or seemingly unrelated in our coaching, basically trying to nourish herself. Um, She found herself in her day just being driven by the day, driven by documentation, pulled along by her day. It just didn't really feel like a high priority or really pressing to eat. And she found herself distracted, forgetting to eat. So when we were talking about this subject and we were looking at just her general motivation to prioritize doing this, to plan for this, it was a lot more helpful to look at why this mattered for her on a personal value level rather than I should. It's a lot easier to make the connection when it ties into something that matters deeply to us. And when we were looking at her day and the kind of services, the kind of therapy, the kind of listening and presence she was offering to her morning clients versus the people that saw her at three and four when she was foggy and her blood sugar was crashing and she was feeling weak, it was really easy to tie that into her personal value of justice, both justice that she wants to be serving these people who are underserved and also just justice when you look at her her schedule, what her morning clients were receiving from her versus her afternoon clients. And that was something that she kept in the front of her mind when she was making changes that weren't very easy to make. It helped her prioritize that. It helped her set the timer, set out some visual cues, do the prep ahead of time to allow her to show up the way she wanted to show up for all of her clients. One more thing that I wanted to add in before I close out on this chat about personal value and motivation is that our values aren't necessarily static. There might be a value that becomes important to you in different phases of life. So it's a good idea to inventory this and look at this periodically and look at what's important to you, what's difficult for you, what your values are, and how those things interplay to make getting the things done that matter to you easier. So that's it today for this episode on personal values and motivation. Thank you for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, if it's helpful, please, there's a couple of things that you can do that'll help me continue to make it. Number one, share, pass it along. If there's someone that you think this will help share it with them number two is rate and review the podcast whatever platform spotify apple wherever you're listening to it you can rate it there and number three feel free to reach out to me if you have an idea for a topic if you have a speaker that you think might be a really good fit for the podcast please reach out to me i'm easy to contact www.theadhdclaritycoach.com you can contact me there i would love to hear from you